Hi, my name is Dr. Patricia Morogami. Welcome to your next best self. I know you might be wondering, who's this Dr. Patricia Morogami? Well, I'm a leadership catalyst, a leadership coach, an educator on matters to do with life, leadership, love, and legacy. And I hope that as you start to listen in and practice some of the leadership insights we'll be sharing here, you'll begin to see your next best self. Welcome back to your next best self podcast with me, Dr. Patricia Morugami. This is podcast number 49. And every week we'll be sharing a weekly dose of insights, thought leadership, reflections and ways in which each and every one of us can become our next best selves. You know, as I was sharing in the previous podcast, the book Rise is being read by people who are as young as 14, all the way to above 80. I'm totally, totally humbled. You know, when you think about the fact that a book can help someone become better, then it's worth it's worth every sleepless night that I had. And even when I have a chance to autograph your books, many of you have had an opportunity for me to autograph your books. It is a prayer for me to our Lord to bless you with the insights. And that's why each chapter of the book Rise has reflections within it. You know, the other day, someone wrote to me and told me, Patricia, Daktari, I feel like I have a coach in my pocket when I read the book Rise and challenge myself around the questions that you've asked in there. And I thought to myself, I may never get the chance to coach everyone all the way to that person who wrote to me from China, that other person in DRC, that other one in Ghana. I may not get the chance to meet them face to face, but hopefully this book will continue to help them become their next best self. So today we are continuing with Raising Your Competence, um, Pandemic Etiquette. And the second thing I want to talk about today is how we can learn to be friends with each other during a time such as this. You see, a time such as this, what I have discovered is that people are very on edge and me included. There are times when you don't know what to say, you don't know what to do. I mean, you look at your WhatsApp groups, there's so much pain, so much death, so much sickness. We are praying all over on our knees, finding ways to see how we can help, support and comfort. And so I have had the amazing opportunity of, you know, seeing amazing ways in which we can take care of each other. And because sometimes we don't know how to care for each other, we know we should, but building on the previous podcast, let me share ways in terms of pandemic etiquette. Now we'll talk about how we can truly express concern, friendship, love, and care. So a couple of examples. The other day, I remember noticing um, a couple of uh, months ago, I think it's almost a year ago, actually, when I look back and I remember uh, a common friend was um, was unwell. And, and I remember the way the friends rallied around her was incredible. A small group was set up and we were now taking turns to see her. 
to check on her children, to find ways that the home budget was being taken care of. I've seen that also in a case where someone's spouse is in hospital. I have seen friends truly rallying around the person. Because at that point when you're unwell or someone very close to you is unwell, sometimes you drop the ball on your home front because you're constantly maybe at the hospital keeping vigil or you're at the place where the person is recovering to the point that you're struggling to just balance all the glass balls, as I call them in our breakthrough circles. Glass balls are those priorities that should not break. And so if you have a friend, a family member who's unwell, maybe an opportunity um, is, is being given to you for you to rally around them. I dare say that this is for very close friends who um, have an opportunity to know exactly what is going on. Value the discretion of the person. Don't go talking about what is going on. So first thing, rally around them. Secondly, be discreet. Thirdly, look at them and see what are the unsaid needs that this person has. You know, I remember um, a season where I, I was, you know, struggling with an illness. And I remember the love I received. What it was from flowers to food to cheese platters to um, books to um, complimentary um, massage uh, spa treatments I felt so loved and I noted down all those things and that's why I'm sharing them today because I have a platform that I hope that many of us uh, can listen in and can find ways in which we can help others I mean, I have always felt that it's sad that many times um, as Kenyans, and I think as generally as an African um, community, we tend to really rally around people when they've lost someone, when someone has died. I think the real work, especially when there's been an illness, the real love and support we can grant is before that final stage, you know. And when we are alive and well, let's take advantage, which is the subject of my next podcast. Let's take advantage of being alive and well. In this Pandemic Etiquette podcast, um, part two, I want us to list down ways in which we love to be loved. You see, if you can list down how you like to be loved, you can get even more ideas. Then think about the one who is struggling with the illness, whether it's of their family member or of themselves, and reflect on what do they like the most. Maybe what you can do is take their children for a, a day or two or a night, you know, mind them, take them somewhere, maybe a walk in Karura, maybe a treat of ice cream. Remember a friend of mine kept saying, Patricia, when can I take you for ice cream? When can I take your children for ice cream? And I thought to myself, mm, I need to take her up on that offer now that I'm in I can enjoy the ice cream probably better. But the point is, think about ways and list down, take time to pray and reflect on how can I show friendship and love to someone who is struggling during this COVID-19 pandemic? How can I show love to someone who's unwell or whose family member is unwell during this time. And you know, today it is you showing that love. Tomorrow that love will be shown right back at you. If you have an opportunity to do that, please do so this week. Take the time to show that love when you can so that you don't regret. A simple thing is as basic as take the phone and call them. I think WhatsApp has really removed a lot of humanness. Yeah, all these platforms, online and digital platforms. But I have found the other day someone called me and missed me. 
and called me again and missed me. I hadn't gotten a chance to call them back. When I called them back, they said, you know, Patricia, these days, if you call someone and don't get them, and you call them again and don't get them, I have learned that I have to keep checking in on them because maybe they're unwell or they're struggling with the effect of this pandemic. I was so moved and I thought to myself, that's a lesson I've learned from a client. If you call once and you call twice and a third time, it's time to really check in on each other. This is a season for us to raise the bar on our friendships, to raise the bar on how we care, to raise the bar on etiquette in terms of care, concern, love and gifting. Those are a couple of ideas. I know you have many more. Maybe it's a chance for you to listen to this podcast with a number of friends and have an open conversation. I remember a friend of mine telling me how after one of them lost a very close family member, they sat down as a small group. There are a charmer of about five, ten ladies. And they sat down and said, you know what? We've really learned from helping our sister here. Maybe it's time for us to take the time to discuss what are the ways in which we can support each other when any of us is struggling or any of us has a crisis in our hands. And so they talked about how they would rally around each other, how they would even take um, a funeral and a medical scheme that's over and above what they had, how they would ensure that they would check in on children, how they would ensure they would... Um, carpool when it's necessary, how they would even do a vigil for each other in the in the event that one of them was unwell in hospital to each day there's someone who's in charge of checking in on the home of the other. And I was like, oh my goodness, that is real friendship and real love. Ladies and gentlemen, what's the point of this life if we're not able to be friends with each other, first in the family front and then with our friends? I hope this series around pandemic etiquette is going to help us not only during the pandemic, but in any other circumstances where we may be faced with a life-threatening situation or a situation that's a real crisis. May these ideas help you become your next best self. Yeah.